Hey, hey, wizards, and welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. This is Naeem, your host, and here today I am joined by none other than the amazing Carlos Alvarez, my co-host of the show, and also the founder of the Wizards of Ecom, Carlos. Welcome. What's up? What's up? So today is the day. What we're doing is we're going to sum up our quarter. Um, this time it's going to be a sum up of Q1 since we are right now when we are recording it's March 28th and we're keeping up with our promise to our guests and also I mean to our audience and also to ourselves that we are going to record ourselves with our achievements good or bad uh, challenges achievements and also anything that we want to have scheduled out for the next quarter so you are on the hotspot since you are my guest quote unquote today achievements business and personal for q1 uh, that so q1 achievements for business and personal um made a lot of a lot of ground in launching the new uh salsa kings brand um mm -hmm. we've exchanged samples looks like we have it narrowed down to exactly what we want for the first product i would expect when we're doing the q2 wrap up um that it's very likely the product will be listed. I'll be talking a lot more openly about what it is. Um, this is something I wanted to do last Q1, Q2 for Fishdoc. Um, and Fishdoc's still going to happen. It's it's just going to take a little longer than I expected to be able to do some stuff. And, and that'll all be explained. Um, so uh, as a seller side, that's been great. The Live Insect brand is doing great. Like almost no challenges there. Getting a lot of good offers that I'm beginning to entertain to possibly exit um, exit that business. On the online seller cruise side, uh, we pulled off the annual event online seller cruise. So that was uh, very stressful and very exciting at the same time. The first, they've all been good. They've all had like great feedback, but this is the first time that I had zero negative feedback. Everything from the sponsors, the speakers, uh, the attendees, like, Everyone just wanted it to be longer. Um, the meetup group is is growing rapidly. We uh, we've been making a lot of changes, and a lot of the stuff that you know that I set in motion with the help of you know the group, um, you know, a lot of those things are getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, that doesn't work, and that doesn't work, and this does work, so let's do more of this and less of that. Um, I, I think that's an achievement, even when it's something that didn't work. Uh, so, so we know what to focus on more, um, made a ton of progress on the YouTube channel, uh, for Wizards of Ecom. It's, it's all like stuff in the background. Now I've actually recorded some videos that are being edited. We're working on branding. Uh, I'm really excited about that because I do a horrible, horrible job of, I hate to say it, selling, uh, when it comes to like not selling an e-commerce, like I. We came back from online seller cruise and people were like, I didn't know you had a cruise. And it's like, well, we're only on the sixth one. You know, uh, I, I try to bend over backwards in the meetup groups to never sell in those groups. And I take it to an extreme to the point where some people who've known me for a long time, they're like, I didn't know you had an agency. I didn't know there was online seller cruise. I don't know about the Academy or the video vaults. So I'm not going to have that same rule on the YouTube channel. It's not like it's just going to be selling. It's going to be a lot of value, but there will be a call to action on every video. So that's a little exciting. Um, and then health and family, my health has been, 
uh, very challenging. Um, I'm, I'm working on a bunch of stuff uh, in that regard. Uh, hope might be making, you know, sharing a little more about that in, in coming episodes. But um, family's great. We actually took a vacation. So how about yourself? I love it. The vacation part, that sounds amazing. That's something that also we implemented on our side. And I was just sharing right before hitting recording that we just came back from Texas. We were visiting Danny's family there. And it was literally three days, but those three days just helped. Yeah, reset it, everything, right? So it was brilliant. And, and kudos to you that you're really taking action on taking vacation. I know that's big from you. So that's a heck of an achievement, 100%. So on my side, on my end, um, honestly, this quarter, what I try to do is not so much of doing new things, but I've seen it's I am prone to do so many new things and just, okay, this didn't work. Let's just scratch it and let's just create something new, right? So this quarter for me, it was challenging and uh, exciting because I was, okay, I have these three projects, four projects. Let's double down on how to make them successful, right? So for me, that was one of my achievements and both on a personal and business level, what I try to do is um, encourage the same thinking process, both on the business and personal level, right? Um, I did get more social on LinkedIn. I know this is not a big deal for me. It is right now. It's really keeping up with those small routines and having them in place and making sure that they are going to stay alive, right? And that's a total achievement. Um, practicing system thinking in the day-to-day -day business, day-to-day. -day. Um, this is basically, I think what is happening around, it is within a system. So uh, both, like both Daniel, my husband and I, we are very prone to be achievers when it comes to this. But however, something that we notice if we don't have a system thinking mindset, basically meaning that you don't only have goals to achieve them, but also what is this, an ideal system to create around that? Giving you an example, um, let's say with driving, if you're going to drive and you have a clear system in place, I will never do this, 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 this. Whenever this happens, I'm always going to, whenever a car comes and they are just like reckless and so on, I will still keep my calm, you know? So uh, this is a very basic example, but this is like on a higher level it's something that we implemented on a personal level and on a business level as well you know and uh personally i think this is huge so um again we're growing and as i was saying this is helping us to not always see the bright and shiny objects but keep to our core and these are the things that we wanted to achieve during this quarter right um actively simplifying seemingly over uh, complicated or complex issues. This is again one of the things. And today I'm going to talk more in principle wise because this is something that we're still working on the business side. So they are achievements. They are not 100% finished, right? But this is something actively simplifying whatever we see. For example, um, also on the agency side, I was saying like we were chatting in the our last recorded episode and we were saying, even you were, okay, I have an agency, you know, and I'm, I'm still actively working on that side, you know, for us, for example, this time it was really practicing, understanding how to run an effective agency and then applying that and then taking the exact same system and applying it to our business, like our brand selling on Amazon as well, you know, so uh, basically that's what we've been working on. Also keeping up with good habits. Um, 
I had now really scheduled time. It's 10.30 um, in the morning a.m. when I'm waking up, then I'm going to the gym, then I will eat maybe something, then scheduling time with family, then scheduling time with relatives even, you know, so creating those small habits that it might seem again, why am I doing this? I'm thinking at a very micro level, it's going to affect like the big, the whole picture, right? Um, again, this is something that also on the business level we implemented, um, we're thinking more quarterly strategy than monthly strategy, weekly strategy, daily strategy, right? And this is, again, it's on a business and personal level, uh, giving you again a clear example. So for, for this quarter, it was important for us to have everything systemized, but not in such a way that it has to become perfection, especially when you are new at something, you would have the tendency to overdo things, especially if you are if you are a perfectionist. So right here is like create a system that works for three months at least. And for this level of whenever you are in your business, let's say it works for two products, five products, 10 products, then you're going to up the system and make it bigger, right? Also on the agency side, create a system that works for five clients, 10 clients, 20 clients. So kind of like the same process we try to apply um, to every in every aspect that we are doing on a daily day. So we have the quarterly, how does this going to function on a quarterly basis and which are the things that we are going to achieve on a monthly, weekly, and daily basis. Again, these are just, as I was saying, kind of like principles, but this is something that it's ongoing right now and I'm super proud of because these are high achievements that previously weren't there, right? Um, yeah, so this is on my end. Going to conferences and events, again, it's one of the things that I was never <laughs> and he's like smiling and laughing in the background. He's so, uh, Carlos is audio now, it's muted, but he is smiling and yeah, he, he gets. He, he gets what I say here and what I mean, um, going to conferences and not only going to conferences and events, but going with the fact that, look, I'm an introvert and I will take all the skills and all the quote unquote um, ninja tactics that I gained through by being an introvert, right? And then applying all those things to these events, right? Listening skills, understanding, reading people and so on. Uh, it turned out to be very helpful when it comes to how you analyze people, how you negotiate, how you see people, how you understand people, and then the type of deals that you make. So all in all, um, Q1 was really everything, <laughs> what I was saying. Again, it's, it seems a bit philosophical, but we try to implement this on every level to the business or each businesses that we're currently are at and family level as well. Yeah, that's a heck of an achievement. I know how yeah. much I know how hard you've been working at it. So yeah, yeah, that's so, awesome that you achieved it. Thank you so so much. So when it comes to challenges, business and personal wise, where are we at for like Q one? And I'm letting you start this time. Uh, challenges that I had for Q one. Um, yeah, health was a big one. Okay. Um, and I'm dealing with uh, some issues that leave me with like a lot less energy than I've had, and on top of that. Um, I don't know what it is, but since uh, not turning this into like a vax anti-vax thing or anything like that, but I was the type of person that got sick maybe once a year. And a lot of the times, even if I did, it's something that I could, I could just like, I don't know, I call it muscling through it like an idiot, but like, instead of just resting, I could muscle through it and maybe it lasted a day or two more, but it really didn't impact me professionally. Um, 
I've been sick for a month. I, I mean, people that listen to the show for a while, you may still hear it in my voice. Like I still have a lot of like bronchial stuff like that going on. So a whole bunch of issues. So health was a big challenge, you know, doing for a while I've been saying, okay, well, I just have to figure out a way with health being what it is, getting everything done that I want to get done. And that's not going to happen. So I'm having to, a, a big challenge was, was letting go of a lot of things um, over the last, especially three months, but the, the Q1, but starting in the other part of last year, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to get better if I, if I don't let some stuff go. So letting a lot of stuff go, uh, relying more on people. And, and, and while that sounds like a, like an easy, like laptop lifestyle type of life, that's a very stressful position for me to be in. That's a very challenging thing for me to do. So, uh, that was my biggest challenge. Um, some challenges like say in the salsa Kings brand, like Andres and I, um, there's Andres, Giselle, uh, Jeanette Fiaio, myself, business partners of the salsa Kings brand, but you know, Andres and I, deal with a lot of the uh, like strategy back and forth and like the, 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 you know, what products we're going to launch and working with someone and like a lot, a lot of the way that this product's going to succeed is leveraging the dance studios that we have, like the in-person dance studios. So trying to convince someone on the importance of like, Hey, if you cannot deliver on this, this is going to have a nasty impact on PPC on, you know, organic sales, and then they just like nod nonchalantly like, yeah, no problem. I got that. Like my partner has a lot of confidence, but I have the experience on the back end of like how hard it actually is to get, you know, let's just say family and friends to actually do something uh, beyond just say they will. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's not appreciated enough. And, and then we, we deal with our stuff, but we, we, we do, we do really good together. Um, that was a big challenge in Q1. And let's see. Uh, the, the the meetup um the meetup as well the, the, you know in the meetup side of things it was a a pretty big challenge in the sense of we were just a Miami meetup for so long and then it was we have a Tampa location and now we have chapters in LA and San Diego and it's not that there's problems in any of them but n I seem to like always throughout Q1 and and Q4 and Q1 kind of compare them to Miami. Um, and it's like, well, in Miami, this doesn't happen in Miami. There's this in Miami, there's that. And I was at prosper show. We were there and, and, you know, blessed to be able to, you know, talk with Edgar and talk to Chagall. And, um, I think something that clicked for me on the way home was, it was like, look, it's not, it, it's, if you constantly compare it to the Miami event, you're never going to be happy and you're never going to just see something as wildly successful, which it is. And there's like, there's some brilliant people running these other chapters that are like, you know, a lot more talented than, than me in, in, in many areas. And I need to just look at, look at things that way. So those, those are my challenges for Q1. All right. It takes to be a big man to admit those kinds of things. So appreciate that. Yeah. And he agrees in the background. So I love that. Uh, you approve, right. So for me personally, I mean, for on the business and the personal side, so business side, attention to, as I was mentioning, the agency client brands, it took away a lot of my focus from our own agency. Uh, I mean, from our own brand, sorry. So I, I'm not sure if you can relate to that. Probably you can, but most of the time, whenever you're starting out or not even starting, but uh, we were both me and Danny were taught these 
very high-end work ethic and sometimes we would deliver even more for someone else than for ourselves so i've seen that this quarter it did took up a lot of my time to deliver for someone else and being super proficient and being like going above and beyond when it comes to client delight right and that is something that I, I just have to learn how to deal with it right so seeing i think seeing our brand as a client would be super super helpful probably this is also the way how you're strategizing or if you have a better idea just like share with me right but um, giving the same importance to our own brand as well that's something that it was a challenge and right now trying to find a way how to not make it anymore so challenging and when it comes to personal um mindset shift so believe it or not i take things very personally <laughs> even if people are not going to accept that right um and i'm noticing right now that just the simple fact that you're taking things personally because you are paying attention to so much details and you expect someone else also to pay attention again it's a principle a theory that applies both on a personal and a business level as well but um i think looking at how to understand and learn from generally negatively labeled experiences like as i was giving you the example hey i am this way and yeah i'm an introvert and there's no other way how to act right so uh it was still a challenge to see the good side of things and understand that um yeah, those things are happening with a purpose. And as I was saying, seeing challenge as a growth opportunity mainly, right? So that is something that I know that now exists, right? So for the next quarter, and we're just like leaning into the goals for Q2, both on personal and business level, I just want to ensure that I'm going to look at every challenge as a growth opportunity, because otherwise, uh, it doesn't really matter how good you are, how smart you are, how efficient you are, no one would really care you know and then you would just suffer at the end of the day and you are not going to be able to deliver the high quality service or trust or whatever you would offer on any level either to clients either to uh, your manufacturers supporting like everything the whole process right and then um, creating quarterly goals and working backwards to monthly weekly and daily activities this is something that i want to practice um it's not for one time and just setting it and forget it so this is something that i want to practice even more and then doubling down on the strategies that work well for q1 as i was mentioning a few of them that's something and actually this is something that i learned from you doubling down on stuff uh, i think here we balance ourselves like we balance each other really well you are much more okay it worked for you continue don't overthink it right so that's something that i personally learned from you and i want to just double down on everything that worked well and continue to create strategic partnerships so everything in world uh, again learning from you everything is strategic right and having this mindset and creating partnership and even if that strategic partnership means that i'm going to do good and at some time it's going to show up maybe in a positive way hopefully not in a negative way but adapting this mindset i think it's very, very important how about your goals and yeah your goals for q2 on a business and personal level sure uh, well, one thing about which what you had just shared though mm -hmm. as far as when i first started my agency um it was I guess you could say it was at the 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 thick of it, like in the most difficult grinding period as a seller. Mm -hmm. um, and I think part of my motivation to I know our motivations were different, but like part of my motivation 
for the agency way back then, completely different now. Uh, now it's just because I'm a masochist. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like way back then was like, I didn't really, I didn't know enough to value my time. And I was like, well, if people are going to pay me for this thing, because I had, at that point I had already been, is he 15 months? I had already been a seller for like seven years. Mm-hmm. And this was like eight years ago. So back then, now it's pretty commonplace. You have sellers for a long time, but back then it was like, Imagine being a seller with seven years under your belt eight years ago. Um, It was, I saw it as like an easy way to get capital to reinvest into my products like way back then. But, but something weird happened is the agency actually started going good, doing good, go figure. But I almost had like it siloed to where there was like my brands that I would run. And then I would also try to run the agency. And I'm not sure if you're doing that, but something for me clicked and it was like, wait a minute, like I'm investing all of this time and resources into growing this amazing team that, you know, I'm, I'm running around saying is smarter than me, which I believe at the time that they were, why not have them, why not just add my brand into my agency as a, as if it was a client. Mm. Um, and that, that I think had I not done that, I don't, I'm not sure that I could have like served two different masters like that, like run over here and be the CEO, jack of all trades, and over here run an agency. So I don't know if you're dealing with that or you've already addressed it, but that helped me a lot. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's exactly like also the way I'm trying to think of it. We are also a client, you know, our brand is also a client. So this actually helps a lot to understand because I see you in high regard. So if you've done this and it worked and I thought of it without thinking, like without talking to you, that's a good thing. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, for sure. And and what was the we're going now into we're going to talk about goals for Q two. Correct. Yeah. Um. My goal for Q two is to at least have the product. And I know it sounds ambiguous, but since I've not worked with this factory before for this new product for Salsa Kings, um, I don't know what kind of delays. You know, you just don't know what you don't know on the first go around with the factory. So, um, I'm not going to skip any of the important steps. And I would say at a minimum, I want the product to be in route, like it's being shipped. Uh, It's going to come air freight um, for the first round, but it's at least in the air, like imminently about to arrive or it's in route to FBA, Uh, which means, you know, creating the new listings for the brand, um, you know, getting a lot of the promotional material ready, warming up our email list. That, that's a big goal for me um, for Q2, uh, working with Andres to get you know some systems in place. Uh, another goal for me on, on Q2 is the YouTube channel launch. Um, if you've never created a YouTube channel, that may seem like a very small goal. <laughs> um, it, is not. It, is not. it is not. I've wanted to create a YouTube channel probably longer than I'd wanted to start a podcast, and that took years to actually do there's a lot more moving parts if you want to have a certain level of quality and yeah so q2 the channel um will be launched which would mean a dedicated wizards of ecom youtube channel uh i'm thinking a separate you know wizards of ecom podcast you know youtube channel so we could start putting for listeners that actually like to like maybe see facial expressions and body language and see the guests and everything. 
have a, a channel that's like just for that. And then a separate one for the Spanish content that we create in the meetup group. So uh, the majority of what I'm saying now, though, with the YouTube channel is like the Wizards of Ecom YouTube channel with the types of videos that that people have come to expect um, on YouTube. Um, uh, another uh, uh, another big goal of mine is is just health and family. I've uh, fell off my wagon with a lot of the you know exercise stuff between being sick, the cruise. Uh, New Year's and all that. So just just to get that back going, um, yeah, th th that's it. it. It doesn't seem like much, but if I could nail those three things, I, I know that I know that everything else is going to fall into place uh, really well. Oh, one thing I want to add. So I I don't know where if maybe this should have fell in earlier, but I I got my first for um for Bluebird slash Wizards of Ecom. Um, integrator role in the company, which is uh, con. And we've now had several months under our belt of like working together and seeing how this would uh, seeing how this would work. And it's been amazing. So you know we're we're actually tracking a lot of we were just talking before this, and it was like we're not going to hit some of our q one goals that we had set up in the sense of here's our three year goal and working backwards, creating our rocks. We're not going to hit some. And, you know, both of us were a little stressed about it. I think him even more, but when we sort of looked at like why we didn't, both of us have been just ridiculously sick, like unprecedented month long being sick each. And he's in Turkey. They just got nailed by an earthquake and thank God he was not in the heart of it, but he was close enough to where they had to relocate. And I was hearing him say that. And I'm like, you always want somebody that comes close to your work ethic in your business. And when you hear someone stressed about not hitting Q1 goals, that's not you. And you realize that they just had to get completely uprooted because they lived in somewhere that just got hit with like one of the worst earthquakes ever. It was a good feeling like to, to, to know that you have somebody on your team in the right position. So while the goals that I just mentioned for Q2 may not seem like a lot to a lot of other people. There's a lot of other stuff getting crushed uh, in the background. Love it. And I'm so, so happy to hear that. Yeah, and as you were saying, some of the time it's really, um, as we began the, the episode, it's not about I achieved this, 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 so many things, but sometimes it's really looking inwards and okay, which are the three things that are really the 20% that are going to push you up the 80% of the things. So I totally agree with you. You know what, like something that I actually did not jot down, but as you were just talking, I was thinking sometimes it does also, I do want to have for this Q2, uh, looking back to whatever are the things that we achieved and also seeing and understanding if we did not achieve them, why, right? Some of the time it might be that it's like shiny object syndrome. Other times it might be, hey, actually it's illness. Other time it's like someone on, on the team, they didn't, I don't know, it was illness on their end, you know? So understanding all these things and coping them, with them and also understanding how many of the things you did achieve. I think this is amazing. Uh, probably what is happening to both of us and to many of our listeners just going forward and straight and like go 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 and do it you know achieve stuff and sometimes i do think that it takes like conscious time to sit down look at what you achieved so far and be grateful for it because it's not as we are not working 24 7 365 right so definitely i love it one question that i did not ask you the 
previous time, but I'm curious to hear which is the book that you're reading and what are, let's say, two, three things that you can share about it or book or I don't know, something interesting. There you go. So yeah, so I, I got like it up Ted. here. Talk, talk like Ted. Um, right. I had just received it and Danny, referring to Danny, your husband, Danny and I were actually talking about it because Danny has a cool opportunity. I don't know what I can say about it, but I know he has this cool opportunity. And the topic of this book was kind of like pertinent to it. It was super, it was super crazy. Like when it came up, he mentions this thing. And normally this thing would be like, a, all right, everybody stop and just shut up and listen to this guy for a while. <laughs> and then it got passed over, but I, I circled back and he shared more, um, has to do with talking. So I mentioned this book. I was like, Oh, I'll talk like Ted. I don't know if he got it. And he started reading it actually, not yet, but, not yet. um, really good. I'm doing this book a little different. So I have the audio book version, which I was listening to, uh, throughout prosper. And I also have the physical book here, um, that, uh, that, that I'm reading kind of where I picked off on the audio and I'm bouncing back and forth, which is weird. It's not perfect, but, um, that's what I'm going through. I don't, I, I don't feel like I've, I, I learned that Ted, Ted talks and the channel Ted apparently, which I didn't even know there was a, like a channel where you could just get kind of like a video vault on steroids. Right. Mm. Um, I didn't know you could just go back and watch that. I didn't know the numbers that they had, like millions of people that go back and watch these. Um, but on the speaking side, I don't feel that I I've read anything that I didn't already know or have heard of, but the majority of it I've not put into practice. And then hearing from hearing this though, from Ted, not a person, but from the Ted, you know, yeah. company really validates it for me. And, uh, lets it, uh, lets it hit home. And one of the other things I took away from it is, which obviously I loved hearing is like, I'm very big on with the exception of the product I'm about to launch, launching products that you're very passionate about, uh, you're passionate or would like to be passionate about. And Ted discovered that speakers, people that aspired to speak, you know, at Ted, um, whose goal was like, what would be the topic that would make the biggest impact? And they went out and they did the Toastmasters and they did all this stuff to learn how to speak better. They usually did the poorest or the, the least good. I don't know. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not good words right now, but the ones that were talking about some obscure topic or any topic that they were genuinely passionate about, that was everything. Um, you, you could actually not, you could say ums and ahs. You could do all these other things that you you hear about not doing. But if your passion for the subject that you were sharing about was obvious, then you just got rated so much higher. How about yourself? Love it. Saying nothing about confirmation bias, but yes, yes, agree, agree. <laughs> Being passionate about something, love it. So um, I actually had recently on Christina Passmore about social media marketing, and she she was recommending this book from Chris Voss, Never Split the Difference. So this is a book that I've been listening to, I think for three years ago or something like that. And some somehow it just, it's not that I was not aware of how good this book is, but it's like, I don't know, I didn't have like patience to listen to it, right? So it was either the voice of the, the um, narrator, either something, but it's something just really turned me off. So Christina was mentioning that this book was one of her top three favorite books. And I started listening to it this this time and not necessarily listening to it, but I'm really studying it. 
and I'm looking into, okay, how each tactic and where can be applied and how did I personally apply this without knowing, you know, and it's amazing. I would highly recommend the book. It's called from never split the difference from Chris was um, main takeaway that I, I, I think it's a good tip is whenever someone is ignoring you and they don't want to reply is asking them, have you how it's why with how how do you see phrasing it have you given up on this project and that is going to create a reaction either positive either negative either something but getting people to talk and get back to you you know and for you as well knowing that hey this project is not going forward it can be any project right it can be any project it can be going after your kid and like have you given up on playing with i don't know what you know and they they will react so i love the book that it can be strategically applied to anything not only business but really to achieve the life and lifestyle and the things that you want from life in a very non-malicious way while you are influencing people right so i love the book studying it so far so good um yeah i would highly recommend you to i think that you read this one and we talked about this one a while back yeah you would highly recommend it yes highly recommend it i was just doing some mirroring to see if it would work but it highly recommend yes it <laughs> yes, did it, did. Did. it yes. does it does even when you know it's happening because it's not yeah. like you said it's not a malicious thing i love yeah. that book yeah if you were to go back and look at the meetup events in the vault or or whatever or the next one that somebody was to watch I do it throughout all the meetup events. Uh, like one of the things somebody, when someone's going to host a meetup event, they're like, what? Well, I just can't get up there and answer all those questions. And, and in reality, I like somebody, in some cases, like somebody's not even asking it in a way that can be answered. And that's part of the issue. But being able to, you know, give it a label or you use labeling and be like, oh, you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. And, or giving yourself time to give a better answer and not just, knee-jerk reaction what i would want to say where i'm at in my current selling career mirroring them back like i heard you and it gives it buys me time to do it i do it throughout them i love the book um if you like if you really like that book there's another one by uh vanessa van edwards um she has two books that that get into a lot of that okay so the i think it is for like micro expressions and something like that is it uh, she like does deal she does deal a lot with body language yeah. but she she does it a lot different than um I've, I've i've read anybody else do i actually got the book for my wife and then i and i read it mm-hmm. and now you're just like mirroring each other and like talking to each other like oh you did that to me why <laughs> well we, we got master class a subscription to master class and we actually watched the the author never split the difference in a complete master class which was wow Okay, I was thinking to like give that a shot and also to attend a live events. So probably that's something the next thing that I'm going to do on my bucket list, sign up to masterclass. And we did it. We are 33 minutes, 10 seconds, 11 seconds, 12 seconds in <laughs> watching my stuff. Watch, love it. Um, thank you so, so much for our listeners listening to this one. We are keeping up this episode since we are, as I was saying, we're human. We are evolving. You, We want to share everything. and sometimes one or two people just come up and like what's have been your past quarter you know and we said why not let's create a specific and dedicated episode for this so carlos are you up to for the second quarter as well to have this recorded and launch it 
Yeah, I was muted. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We could totally do it at the end of Q2. I, I'm going to have a lot of really cool things to announce. Looking forward. Yeah, looking forward. So I think we did it. Thank you so, so much for our listeners. And thank you so much, Carlos, for your time. And see you next Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye.